<laughs> yeah, we are live. Welcome to another episode of Propel's Talk. Uh, it's me, Five. We got Cheddar Chaz and we got Lito. Dog, I got I can't call you Cheddar Chaz, dog. I gotta just call you Cheddar. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get it. People just say Cheddar or just Chaz. Like, it, it don't gotta be Cheddar Chaz. That's like call, that's like calling me Mr. Chaz or something. Like, it's just <laughs> one or the other is cool. Like, you know, it don't matter. <laughs> Uh, this show is brought to you by Company Burger and uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, place your bets, uh, sign up, use the code boot, uh, get a kickback, and you know you try to try to win you some money. We're gonna get the show started. Bet, bet, bet. All right, this episode, I, I really want to talk about somebody that that resembles uh, the number five, uh, Herb Jones. Uh, I want my guy Herb Jones to win the Defensive Player of the Year. I actually believe that he can, um, but let's look at like at Chaz and let's let Lito, the guys, uh, deliberate off this. Chaz, Chaz, what do you think about the about his chances? Um, I think sometimes it's more of a popularity contest. That that being the case, I think you know even if Herb didn't necessarily earn it, I think he has a good chance because his reputation. Right, he has like Marcus Smart is really good defensively, right? But his reputation is better than the player. Same thing with Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay is great defensively, but the rep his reputation kind of you know precedes it. Um, I think he has a chance. Him being the second year player, um, he's gonna have to. I think if he does exactly what he did last year, even even if he doesn't improve at all, if he does exactly what he did last year, I think he could finish top three, four. I mean, finishing finishing those odds, I, I think is plausible. One one because he was able to guard the best player on, on the opposing team, and I think the Pelicans didn't play in enough big games uh, mm-hmm. to get the notoriety. If we won more games, I, I believe that he actually would would have a better chance. Lito, what I wanted to ask you, what stands out about Herb? Just just on the defensive end, we're going to talk. But what stands out about Herb that that you see? Um, Herb man, Herb is a Herb is a computer defensively. He's he's calibrating the things that you do before you do it. He's sliding his feet. He's he's playing not only his man. He's playing a passing lanes. Um, his ability to defend multiple actions in in a, in a sequence is the thing that it really sets him apart. I I mean I believe he's the best perimeter defender in basketball. Period. Uh, I, I don't I don't think. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know, you know, there's Drew, there's there's Marcus. I think he's a better defender than Marcus. This is just me. I don't think Marcus Smart is the best defender on his team, and I've said that multiple times. Um, I feel like the thing, the thing with the thing you gotta give Herb credit for is Herb is a first-year guy coming in knowing how to play NBA defense. That's unheard of. That 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 doesn't happen. You know, you get guys who come in the league rookie year, they score 20, but they terrible on the other end, right? So when you got a guy who Understand the fundamentals of defense. I mean, you can you can't do nothing but respect it. And 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 Pels getting to the playoffs, Pels getting to the play in, people seeing that on a national stage. Uh, I don't mean to go off script, but like I kind of want to answer your first question too. If you if you if you got a second, I know you know. All right, cool. So this is my thing. If you to, if you to ask me if you to ask me if her could win Defensive Player of the Year prior to Marcus Smart winning it, I'd have said no. I'd have said no because I mean, if you look at the last however many winners, you got forwards and centers, right? How, <clears throat> however, however, 
now that Marcus Smart has won, I do believe that Herb has a shot of winning it. I'm with Chaz, though. You know, they give guys awards based on reputation, right? They give them awards based on reputation, and it's usually at the tail end of the reputation. So do I think he can win it next year? No, nah, I don't think he can win it next year. But I do think in, in the future he could finish maybe two or three. It, it, it's just going to be hard to win because of location. Uh, Herb doesn't speak much. You know what I'm saying? A lot of those guys are boisterous unless you're Giannis. Okay. So, yeah. I, precedent. I think that's probably the word you're, you're looking at. The precedent has been set yeah. with Marcus Smart uh, on a team that had a, had a Robert Williams on it, right, protecting the rim. And a, lot, and a lot of people say that he was the better defender on that team. He made that team work. Um, I, I'm on the standpoint that these the Rudy Gobert's, the Draymond Greens, don't deserve to win Defensive Player of the Year for the reason that they don't guard the best player. Like just playing help side defense all day, it it sometimes it is easier. It's easier to get rebounds that way when you're just playing help side. It is because that's a that's a defensive stat, right? And then we're looking at blocks, right? It's, you're playing help side defense. You're not necessarily blocking the guy, blocking the guy shot that you're defending more so. You're not doing that against Kevin Durant, which Herb is guarding, the Jason Tatum, which Herb is guarding, the look on a, the Devin Booker, which Herb is guarding. I would have said Mikael Bridges probably could have won that award over Marcus Smart too. But I think these players now, the Mikael Bridges, the Herb Jones, have the ability to win this award. And I think they should get more nods than the guys that are just playing help side. Chaz, go back to you. Herb's Herb's identity, and I think Griff even talked about this, that Willie Green had the idea of him starting with the varsity, as he said in the clip this week. Well, he said it in the summer league, but it was released this week that Herb, well, Willie saw something in Herb early on. Like he knew that he was going to be playing up. He wasn't going to be playing in Birmingham. And I know you don't like, okay, maybe you, our coaching staff, you don't, you know, like too much or care for, you don't think they do enough. Did you see this out of Herb early? Um, I'm going to say this with respect to coach and Griff, Griff is lying. And this is why I think Griff is lying. Cause I've seen Griff lie like this before. Like Stan Van Gundy is the only one who saw the point Zion vision. It's like, all right, why you fired him? Then? Like, it's just, it's, he always lying. Like, if some shit works, this was the plan all along. Like, you know, but um, we all we all know her played because Josh got hurt in the first game. But um, that being said, um, when I when I look at her, I see a guy who's like, man, you're looking at, you know, the top of the iceberg because truthfully he's not as strong as he's going to be you know what i'm saying his his the, the, his intuition is already there but he doesn't have like the miles on him yet like herb at 30 years old it's going to be phenomenal he's like he's going to be a phenomenal defender especially if we get if he gets the support in the coaching staff that he needs you know what i'm saying and it and it translates um especially and if guys around him if he if his tide kind of lifts the rest of the boats, because no matter how great Herb is, if he doesn't have certain guys surrounding him who can help support him, you know, that anchor behind him playing defense, then it's kind of, it's, you know, we're going to see some nights where Herb, he might have held the guy to 20 points, but the fact that he didn't have help at the rim, the guy got 28. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So 
I think um, and even if he even if he goes on to have a a bit of a sophomore slump or whatever happens, I think his potential is just that high. I, I would just love to see the coaching staff support that, like focus in on a guy who has such, uh, in my mind, a high ceiling for where he was drafted because he re- he atones for a lot of uh, draft sins. You know what I'm saying? Herb, you you do that draft again. Herb's a first round pick. You do the the draft when when Zion got drafted, 19. You do that draft again, and Nah is uh playing for the fucking um what's the, the, the Shanghai? Uh, for, chill out, uh, the, man. Something like that. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm saying, no, no, man. I th- I think that's that's some truth to this. Like I think Herb is Griff's golden child. He is the golden goose of of Griff. Like you do that draft again, he's he's probably in the top ten for sure. Um, I think he has that that much one already NBA readiness, and two, he has another level of potential because you you saw the, saw his shot, his ability to shoot, then his ability to dribble and handle uh, and play make a little bit. Um, I'm gonna push this to Lito. Chaz alluded to this, the the supporting cast, like yeah. that's a huge part of it. The ability to for and I think defense is a team thing. It is not an individual locating thing it starts with the team itself we had i believe drew at that time was the best defender in the league and then you had anthony davis blocking shots and we were still in the bottom third of defense so it doesn't matter if you just have one or two pieces you need a collective group or a defensive mindset from your head coach and your your gms to to push this forward who do you see you know catching up to herb in in a defensive standpoint on, on this team Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I'm man, honestly, I'm I'm gonna say uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna say Trey. I'm gonna say Trey because I mean, you know, we've been watching him in summer, summer league, summer, summer basketball, or whatever. And and honestly, like when guys play with Chris Brickley, man, they don't, they don't, ain't no, ain't no defense out there. Like I'm not even really looking for anybody to to lock up. But I believe that, you know. Trey's Herb's guy and vice versa. And, and I believe that <laughs> I believe that, you know, him looking at what Herb did last year, which is how Herb saw the floor. That's how he got on the court. Right. And Trey offensively has a lot more to show. And I think he understands now that the only way he'll really be able to stay there is defensively. If he puts out that defensive effort and he he's a guy who, you know, he's six, nine, he can shoot the ball. But hell, he go play defense too. Well, shit, man, give me that. You know what I'm saying? And I and I think that, and this is not a diss to Drew or AD, but Herb, it feels like Herb's defense is infectious. When you see the complete clamps that Herb Herb is basically on an island. He's a shutdown corner, right? The the defensive capability capabilities that he has, he's basically like taking your best offensive player. He ain't gonna win every matchup. But he damn sure gonna make it hard. He gonna make it tough for them to get a quality look. I mean, I'm look. I was looking at tape the other day of what he did against Paul George. Uh, I think the first time they played the Clippers, man. And um, you know, Paul is a complete offensive player. Like Paul really don't have weaknesses. Paul can handle the ball. He's smooth. He got dribble pull ups. Herb had him in hell. So if you looking at that on the sideline, or if you're in a game, you looking at that, you gonna play hard. You gonna play a little bit harder. You go give more effort. But I'm looking at Trey. 
I, I, I say that that's the person that I think we all want to want to see on the court. Uh, shout out to Mar Javion. He said Dyson. I I like Dyson. I think Dyson's going to see the floor a lot. Um, I think we'll have our second team will probably be our defensive like staple. They'll probably bring the juice because offense offense isn't going to be their their standpoint their their stronghold. And I think they'll be able to, you know, get into people posts and, and be able to guard a lot of different things and actions and play with freedom because they won't have the they won't be the offensive juggernaut like the first teams. Uh, they'll be able to push the pace and they want to play in transition because that's easier buckets. That's 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 more infectious. Yeah, playing alongside somebody like Herb, um, and he's guarding Paul George. Now, this is two times in a year where Paul George is like coming off an injury, and his first game back is always us. Like it's yeah. so weird. Like I've seen this twice. This the first time we played him, I think he had like thirty nine. The first time this happened, is he had thirty nine. The second time, of course, we have Herb. Of course, this different season, different injury. He didn't have that many. Like he, it, it was it was a very different game. I, we won that game for sure, but it was a very different game for Paul George. Herb did it to Donovan Mitchell. He did it to Book. He did it, and he really didn't do it to KD. But he's <laughs> who, who is you know, <laughs> like he's guarding the best guard each and every night. And there are some games that he's not gonna have it. But man, yeah. he makes it really tough on people. And I think that's all you really can ask. Chad. Hey, Fab, can I say one thing? Can I say one thing? I think so. Look, to answer your question, if so, it's still my answer is still a Trey. But if EJ doesn't get hurt, I'm calling EJ after Trey. Hmm. I'm uh, after Trey just because at that position or just in general, just in general, just to bring it defensively. Because if you look at if you look at where he was drafted, what he did in college, how he plays, the chip on his shoulder, the things that he where he where he would have thought he was going to get drafted higher coming into the league. I think that he was he was going to he was going he was going to hang his hat on defense. I, I can agree with that. I think his ability at that point, uh, especially playing at Ohio State, he, you saw it all over the tape. That was like his thing. Defense wasn't the problem for him. They told him to go back and get better at offensively. He did that, still didn't get drafted in the, in the top 20, ended up falling to us in the second round. I think he was a huge steal, just unfortunate that he got hurt. Hope, best wishes for him. I hope he comes back to the team in the next year or so, um, and, and we'll see that. Uh, again, Jamar – Poses a decent question. Season season opener. How do we think? How are we gonna guard KD? You know, of, of course we're assuming that KD is gonna play in that game. And okay, you're just gonna put Herb on it. It's the second year. How Chaz? How do you think we guard him? God. There's that. Just pray about it. Like like, and see, this is where it gets a little. We gotta be real. No nobody's stopping Kevin Durant. He's still Kevin Durant. Nobody's realistically stopping. Paul George, really. You can just make it very difficult for him to do what he needs to do. Kevin, Herb guards Kevin Durant, holds Kevin Durant to 29 points. He he did a good job on Kevin Durant that night. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, that's just how it is with the upper echelon plus. Not that a guy like Herb can't ascend to that, um, but even prime Tony Allen, certain players, this just ain't going to be nothing you can do with them. Like, it, it just ain't nothing you can do with them. Tony Allen got a pair of sneakers signed by Kobe, and Kobe still gave him like thirty-five. Yeah, like that just, just that just tells you like 
it don't guys, even matter. It just don't matter. Like, I, you know, but you know who I think is gonna ascend somewhat defensively this year, aside from Trey. I think Zion. I think Zion is gonna. The reason why I say that is because I think he has the to, like the physical tools to be a decent defender. I'm not saying he's gonna be all world. He just has to be competent, right? He he's has to be competent and decent. I think by by like mid about maybe 20 games in after he kind of gets his legs on them figures out what's going on adjust to the system i think you'll see him taking more pride defensively especially if the team's winning because i think a team winning has so much to do with how all how hard they play defense like jacks scored four points the team up by 20 you're gonna see jacks with the chase down blocks you're gonna see jacks you know playing with a certain level of intensity like I think so, you know. No, no that's that's a that's a great point. I mean, winning is infectious, and that that forces you to play harder on on defense and makes you do smarter things on offense. And I think the team the team has to do a better job of collective team defense. Yeah. I'm a, I keep preaching this point. Mm-hmm. We don't do a great job of guarding the three point line, Lito. That's kind of what I'm going to lead to you. How do we guard the three point line? We've been bottom three. How can we guard it? I mean, I don't, <clears throat> realistically, looking at the realistically playing basketball, like it's not that hard. You guard your man, like is 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 honestly, dog, is effort. <laughs> this is this is these are effort things. These are little lapses that guys have because, like you said, for one, we weren't winning a lot of the season. Uh, uh, you know, at, at points in the season, we we look miserable. Um, you look at when we started to turn the season around. Look at how we got at the three point line then. It's completely there. It's night and day. So it's it's just effort, man. It's 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 things. It's effort. It's will. It's know how. It's it's want to. It's I don't think I think coming into this season though, what Chaz just said about Zion, I think that is going to apply to everybody, bro. I I don't think Willie's going to be. I don't think Willie's going to be so. Uh, I, I I don't think he's going to give a leash to a lot of people. You know, if the defensive effort isn't there, hey, come sit next to me. Let's talk about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, let, let's 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 figure this out because we obviously we hanging our hat on that. They, these are the things that we coming into the season and we have to be prepared for. You saw what Phoenix did to us. You know, it, that's how they beat us, basically, right? Pick probing, pick and roll, getting it out, kicking to the to the to the wing, and and, and a lot of uh, pick PNRs with Aiden. But I think that defensively is where we need to adjust for sure. I, I think that kind of falls on the, the coaching staff. Like you have yeah. to teach your players to to know the teams that they're guarding defensive. Like you have to know their their ske- their scheme of if you will. Like if a team like Atlanta, you know, Trey wants to shoot and probe and kick. You have to know that that's what they want to do. So what's the alternative to that? Guarding the three point line, stay inside, forcing them inside. And I know we don't have a a very great rim protector, but and not giving up layups, I think that's the, the tough part. You want to guard the three, force them in, but not give up a layup. Yeah, that's you, just defense, right? You can't, you can't, especially, you know, looking at Phoenix, right? That's not a team you could drop coverage to death. When you got them kind of trade the Trey Youngs and the, the uh, you know, whatever elite point guard we face, you can't just drop coverage that, that you got to, you got to give up something, right? So you got to, you got to understand what's more important, three or a layup. I, I think, I think even when Stan was here and we still have most of Stan's staff, I think 
their philosophy was the uh, Milwaukee Bucks philosophy, like force them to take threes if they miss cool, but we're going to protect the paint. I think with this team, I think at the one and the five, you don't really have the defensive personnel to even stop the three-point, honestly, because CJ's going to get killed at the point of attack most nights right? against most, especially you have those, like, even a guy like Drew in CJ's defense, even a guy like Drew had problem with, like, I forgot who created this term, but they called them, like, water bug guards, like prime Dennis Schroeder. When he would play Drew, he would look incredible because something about the those quick twitch guards, Drew just couldn't do nothing with. So if I think a lot of nights when you see like those guards with that capability, we're not, we won't be able to stop the point of attack. No one's really afraid of JV. And we already have a team that they are already like paranoid and they're ready to collapse and help. So you're going to have a guy wide open and yeah. it's just, it's you just got to hope they miss shots. Honestly, like even during this season, when we went on that stretch, when Chris was in, uh, it actually happened when Chris was in Cancun, when we went on that stretch, a lot of that was people missing shots. If you look at it, you're like, oh, we, we held them to three for 13. They missed 10 wide open shots. We well, ain't even do shit. All right, like, to, to, to that effect, Chris, I mean, Chaz, we miss a lot of open shots. We yeah, continue to miss a lot of open yeah, shots. We so miss a lot of open shots, too. So I, I, I got I to leave it there. Chris, how you doing, man? Nice of you to pull up on us. Uh, we ran through a, a list of different things about Herb and his a potential of winning the defensive player of the year. If you want to chime in, this is your time. Yeah, man. Um, let me listen. Like, like there's no, you know, I, I wish we could say that there was a formula, right, you know, to winning, to winning these awards. But there's so many different things that go, you know, into them. But, um, you know, I think there's some level of, um, you know, you don't know the bias that goes into it. There's, 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 there's some level of politics. Uh, sometimes I think when these awards are given, you need a, even, even when it comes to the defensive teams, we see guys that should have made it the year prior that they might not even have the year that they had in the original year of, of you learning their name, whether it be something that they did defensively or offensively that garners them the, the award the year afterwards. You got team success. You got individual success. You got analytics. Um, you got, uh, you know, the strength of, you know, of, of who you're guarding. The, the good thing about Herb is that he had the year that he had last year. Um, all, the anal- all the analytics throughout the year point favorably towards him. And, you know, you hope that whatever the strength of this team is, which most of us would say offensively, um, you know, you would hope that the Pelicans find teams in certain situations to where um, guys and even Trey Murphy and uh, Jose Alvarado, the depth of this team that we hope if if healthy, it doesn't put as much on Herb's plate. Even with what he did last year, what I want to see and whether it's Dyson Daniels for a few minutes, but there's, you know, there's ways to keep him fresh defensively versus hoping that Herb is the one that has, you know, that has the answer or he's the, uh, you know, the main key to the success. He's a hell of a defender, but you don't, you know, I mean, everybody gets overwhelmed at some point. You know, I don't know if I Herb was guarding point guards, shooting guards, small forwards. I I don't know if that's, if that's consistently the answer, right? You know, we saw certain guys just get him get him in foul trouble based off the fact that um, it took a little bit for uh, Herb. I mean, I, 
I don't know if Herb ever got the whistle that he deserved last year. So, I mean, there's so many different things that go into this thing, man. Uh, but I think at least there's a, you know, he can, he has a chance to replicate or, you know, even improve on what he did last year. People know his name. I think the respect factor is there. And if the team wins and the defense is, um, I would say within the top 15, especially if they're in the top 10, you know, he'll be a guy that should have a decent opportunity. Yeah. I, I even go back to what most people say his first team are rookie snub. He, he ended up in sixth place. And I think we won like 30 some odd games. If we win six more games, we get to 40. I think he's able to creep up into that first team. Winning is vital. Winning is important. And I think that's how he can, you know, get these awards or if possible, I think he should be in these conversations regardless. I even even having this conversation with Chas and Lito, I even mentioned the notion that these these help side defenders shouldn't get this nod. The Rudy Gobert's, the Draymond Green, get it. Most people think Draymond is a, a god on defense, but not not necessarily me. But these these guys get to play help side, and I think that's a little bit easier than guarding the premier guards, the premier players in the league, night in, night out. And I and I push it to you, Chris, to to chime in on this part. No, I mean I I I like that from the from how I guess the common man sees basketball. Or I mean I you know to me I get more I find the the individual that is locking down said person. I think Lito when I was when I was coming in here you know he mentioned how how um, Herb is a if this was a football he would be a lockdown cornerback right you would put him on one side. Or you will put him, you know, you put him wherever, whoever the best guy is, you put him there. And, you know, you worry about how, you know, the other side is. And, you know, I mean, throughout the year, the Pelicans would, you know, they would base their defense or how they would bracket situations based off of where Herb had to, where his primary assignment was. So, and then, you know, he has some of the best instincts that, you know, you're going to find on a basketball floor defensively. You know, his his mindset in regards to um, closeouts and, how to perfectly contort his body when contesting shots to not just end up blocking the basketball or, or forcing a turnover, but saving the basketball and, you know, giving an opportunity to get in transition. I mean, he's one of the more smarter dudes on the, on the floor. So I think, I mean, he's actually one of the, I think he gives you an opportunity. If you have enough guys that, that help him, you get one of those situations to where he gives you a lot of the things that you may love about Gobert and Draymond, not to say that they're not good on ball defenders. I wouldn't, I mean, I don't think, you know, uh, five is saying that either, but you know, you get an opportunity to where his smarts off the ball and his impact on the ball all, all end up playing a role and they can be showcased, but that's going to, that's going to mean some health. That's going to mean a lot of guys end up giving effort and continuing to making strides forward and maybe, you know, some individuals that we're not thinking about right now coming into the rotation, um, showing what they can do defensively. Nah, I, I, I would agree. Chaz, you, earlier you mentioned Zion. Um, and, and I think you mentioned him for a reason to say he's going to have like a bounce back year or he could potentially because he has the tools to be a good uh, or a solid defensive player. How do you feel about Brandon? Um, well, you know, to Zion's credit with how he played last year, I think he can only go up. Pause. But um, it gave us a whopping zero across the board. But um, that being said, I think, you know, I think Brandon can get smarter defensively. 
But I, I still think Brandon, and he can't get stronger, but I think he has physical limitations as far as foot speed, the way he'll never be more than an okay defender. And that's great. All he really has to be is okay. Because I don't think you have, aside from, I think Trey has the potential. I think Jose can be an irritant. and But I really think the guys with the physical tools to be great defenders on this team stop at Herb, Trey, and Zion. I think B.I., uh, when I look at how B.I. plays some games, he has some games that he takes, you know, the matchup kind of personal, and he gives more effort than uh, defensively than some other games. But I think where where it's really going to have to start with B.I. is him getting physically stronger and I, IQ situations. Like I mentioned this before, at the end of that Lakers game, he tried to foul LeBron. He missed the foul. Now, we saw Gary Temple miss the foul, too. But that goes to show you that something upstairs with guys just isn't registering as far as time and situation. LeBron got, must have pumped fake three, four times. Nobody fouled him. And, I, and he took the shot. Like It was like, come on. I, that leads me to my next point. Is it all about athletic ability or defensive pro- – like, I, is it more mental? Lito, is it more mental? Nah, I mean, I definitely don't think it's all about athletic ability. I mean, hell, look at Herb. Herb is not – he's not the biggest, he's not the strongest, he's not the fastest. It's, it's just understanding – positionally where you are right is is understanding who's on the floor who's your man who are you guarding is watching film it's it's knowing your matchup right it's it's knowing matisse thibault is in the corner i'm not closing out on him i'm not whoever drives i'm not kicking out to matisse i'm staying with my man it is it's all about it's a mental thing to me you you don't honestly bro playing defense you don't have to block every shot. You don't have to block a shot at all. As long as you're an irritant, you're in that person's airspace, like you've done your job. You you made you made somebody waste a couple dribbles on offense. The shot clock is going down. You you're disrupting their sets. You've done your job. Like Chad said with, with BI. I, I'm not expecting BI to ever come out and be hurt. I just want BI to give effort. That's it. If BI gives effort with his you know, with, with with his guy giving length, pause. He he's he's gonna be a guy who can he can play passing lanes, right? He can disrupt things. He can everybody who, you know, I'm looking at Bi. Let's say we have Bi too, right? Everybody he guards, he's gonna be taller than. It's gonna be hell getting the ball over Brandon Ingram's um, raised arms. I, I feel the same way about Zion. Zion has all the athletic ability in the world, but you don't need all of that to play defense. You li- literally just have to try, bro. I mean that's that's the key, right? The the effort, right? And you don't you don't need. I think you need some kind of basketball intelligence to play defense, uh, collective group, and there needs to be a scheme. And and we can talk about the the miss fouls all we want, but where do you, Chris? Where do you see this team improving next year on the defensive end? Like, how do you see that growth? Like, how do you measure that growth? Well, I mean, the interesting part about this team is that defensively even through the injuries they were actually a pretty pretty like statistically they were pretty good defense down the stretch now they didn't do all the things that we wanted that 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 you would have wanted them to do and there were some games where it just it just didn't show up but you know it 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 wasn't like they were getting they were getting torched 
Um, I mean, I, I think the numbers had them at like a top 10, a top 10 defense. Now, it doesn't mean that they don't have sore spots. Um, and, you know, look, I mean, I think sometimes, you know, we talked about we talk about knowing knowing where to be. We talk about smarts. We talk about athleticism. But defensively, it's it's also about chemistry. It's also about um, it's, it's about communication. And a lot, a lot of times, you know, those things build as you get a chance to play with, you know, uh, you know, you get a chance to be healthy and, and you're available you know, for the man that's next to you to where, you know, if I rotate here or, you know, if I go here, you're going to be here. You know where to be there. You know where to be at there. So, you know, I, I think that 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 will be able to help them because, again, like you can look at this offense how in, in a lot of different ways. But I mean, I'm I'm still of the mindset is that they're going to be they should be so good or they should be uh, well, well off enough offensively to where they're not going to have to be, you know, uh, you know, an amazing defensive team. And you're going to have your disadvantages with, you know, CJ at the point of your attack in some, you know, in some setups in some areas or depending on how you use him. Maybe they use him similarly to how Phoenix does and uh, with Chris Paul and maybe putting him in, in, in spaces where they don't expect you to attack. And no, Jonas isn't isn't the greatest guy in space, but he was actually. Um, I think an average to an above average rim protector, and he was better in a lot of in a lot of spots and setups than Stephen Adams for whatever. I, I mean, you know, as athletics athleticism. Look at Jackson Hayes; he's a hell of an athlete, but defensively he gets in trouble sometimes by not knowing exactly where to be, not uh, falling falling uh, falling for pump fakes, and uh, he struggles in the strength area. You know, in some in some matchups. I mean, you can go you can go on and on. I I think. As long as this team continues to play well enough with each other, they have, um, you know, I mean, I think Herb, Herb's a very, you know, a very important aspect of that. Uh, you have a guy like Jose off the bench. You have enough versatility. You get some minutes out of Dyson Dames maybe at, at some point. You have the effort guys off the bench. Najee Marshall changed, changed games defensively just with his energy and effort alone. You know, you need those guys to come in and impact basketball games. And if you can get improvements from guys like Jackson or Trey, uh, I think that's how they get better. Because I don't think offense should be their problem. Cool. But before we before we get out of here, I think we, we should probably mention mention this. The the first game has been released. We play Brooklyn at Brooklyn. How uh, there's a leak out there of the full schedule. We don't know if it's true or not. We don't know if it's legit, but we're just gonna talk about the first game. Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn, Zion first game back versus Ben Simmons, first game back. There's a ton of different storylines brandon ingram leads in the team uh versus kevin durant you don't know if katie's gonna be there Lito, let's start with you how are we looking in this game i mean like you just said man it's so many variables there that we don't know the answer to like it's it's hard to is kd there is is Kyrie on sabbatical is you know what I'm saying? Like, is is it Sage time? We we don't know, so we just kind of. I, I mean, I'm gonna just go on my move and say that the Pels are taking that game uh, with with you know health, uh, God willing. I think the Pels take that game. I I think I think. Okay, so there is no answer for Kevin Durant. Period. If Kevin Durant plays, there is no answer. If Kevin Durant doesn't play, obviously that makes the game a lot uh, easier to manage. The same with Kyrie, man. There's no answer for Kyrie if Kyrie's engaged like that you can't really do anything with him like her herb can try his damnedest but all the dribble in the world like her her can't you know what i'm saying so but the thing i think with them is 
they're kind of one dimensional. They're kind of like, it's my turn, now it's your turn. So you you can almost game plan for that. You got to let somebody get hot. So if I'm going to let somebody get hot, it's Kyrie. I don't want the other guy getting hot because you, you, you ain't no off button on him. There is not an off button, Chaz. Your rebuttal. Uh, you know, I think I think we're gonna start up the season kind of slow, just because of Bi's history of like taking time to adjust to new talent coming on the floor. Um, I think um, even Zion, like he has to get a chance to kind of like play, organize the ball, get back into the groove of things. Um, but in true Pelicans fashion, I wouldn't be shocked if the Pelicans. Blew out Brooklyn and lost by 80 points against the Wizards the next night. Because that's what the Pelicans do. I, I just wouldn't be shocked, dog. Like, that's what the Pelicans do. I think uh, no matter what the schedule is like in that first 10 games of the season, they just got to, like, kind of tread water until B.I. gets – I'm more concerned about B.I. getting adjusted versus anything else. I'm not even that worried about how Zion looks. I just know B.I. takes some time to adjust to, put, like, playing with new people on the floor. Hold, hold uh, on, Chess. Ch- can I say one thing though? Mm-hmm. If you say they playing the Wizards the next night, Kyle Kuzma on the floor. I'm not worried about that game at all. Brandon, you know what? That's a good point. That hey, that's a good point, baby. So help help permitting. I, I think I think we should win that first game. I think you know, Adam Stevens. I think I think we should. Win, I think we I think we should win that first game. Um, help permitting. You know, only thing I would worry about is Vi. Oh, well, you know what? He's right. We're going to win by 100 points. Shut they're up, gonna, They're not going to see what's coming. <laughs> this man here. You, you got a real yeah, problem. They, they crazy. But, nah, I think, I think they'll be all right. You know, I'm more concerned about letting Kyrie get hot because I feel like Kyrie can beat you in more ways than KD because KD is going to kill you in the mid-range. He's going to turn around and hit you versus if Kyrie, Kyrie can just collapse your whole defense. Like, he is going to kill you at the point of attack step back threes just everything i'm, I'm more concerned about him honestly like that oh. dude that, that dude crazy that dude crazy uh <laughs> chris what you got on brooklyn pills man just a lot of like everybody's been mentioning man so just a lot of question marks i mean not not only between katie Kyrie, and um health health in the pelicans direction who will be available but you know what will these what will these players look like together, right? What what will the energy and the chemistry be like for Brooklyn after the offseason will be if you do have KD, you know, and Kyrie and company? I think they're a talented team, and then let's say everyone is healthy, right? I mean, the Pelicans, you know, I don't think that they, you know, you have an answer for a healthy Kyrie Irving one on one. No one really in in the basketball way. does, and it's the same for Kevin Durant. But if if Brandon picks up where he left off last season, does you know does does, is Royce is Royce O'Neal gonna cut it? I, I don't believe so, right? Is and if Zion is anywhere close to what we saw the last time on the basketball floor, does Brooklyn have an answer for that? How do they choose to match up against Zion? We got to remember Uncle, Uncle Ben may be coming back. Uncle ben, ben Simmons, oh, okay, another another variable. How am I forgetting Ben Simmons? How is that? How is that gonna look? Are though how are those guys going to going to look trying to end up, you know, uh, figuring out how to how to play together? It's a lot of questions on both sides, man. Uh, you know, I think that um, if we're talking about a in a an offensive game, whatever the over is, I think you take the over. And I mean, you know, whoever who's who's ever playing the best, I think as a team knocking out shots is probably gonna gonna win that game. Because I do agree with Chaz, you know, from that perspective, well, from this perspective, that you know it's gonna 
the Pelicans are going to have to take some games to figure out this new, you know, setup that they have, not just from the starters, but how the back end of that rotation is going to look, who's going to play well with each other. I mean, we, you know, we saw, it felt like we saw CJ and Larry and those guys play longer than we did, man, but it was only, it's only 30 games. Those, we, we still have a long way to go. And that's before even talking about Zion. But um, I mean, regardless, I, I see Brooklyn and Pelicans, if, the cast of characters we think are going to be there. I, I think that that's, that that's really a high scoring game, man. That's the best I got for you. One question. Is that a finals preview? If everybody stays team stay the way they are, is that a potential finals preview? If Brooklyn stays healthy and cause think about, man, can we really imagine Ben Simmons breaking down the defense, passing it to a Kyrie or passing it to just that shit just seems scary dog. But imagine you know, not going wood, you know, a healthy Zion, healthy BI, healthy CJ, it all gels together, healthy JV, because JV really is the X factor. And imagine that matchup. Is that is that a potential finals preview in y'all mind? It could be. I mean, it, it has that that flair to it. The it's NBA box loves, office, right? Right. NBA loves drama. There's drama there. CJ and KD had their little and not altercation i know nothing like that but yeah. their conversation about hey man you just you, you're good enough like you, yeah. you know but so there's that then there's zion the mystery ben simmons there's kd versus bi because bi is the next incarnation of kd it, there's so many storylines there's that so many crazy. I, I, that would be crazy and then the potential trade that was possible right but you know like there's so many storylines I, I just keep thinking of different ones but look, I'm not gonna keep y'all here long. We've been on here about 40 minutes. Uh, let's start. Hey, I, 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 got a, I got a question before we get Go out ahead. of here. Can I, Go ahead. Go ahead. Where, where I mean, this is a Herb show, right? Where, where do you think Herb can get better defensively? Is that a thing? Like, is there more that he can add to his defensive tool bag? The the knowledge, bro. I think he just already now he's calculated everything. Now you've seen it all. Like mm -hmm. Tom Brady talks about this all the time. Why would I stop doing something when I know all the answers now? Yeah. Like, why would I just stop? I mean, and Herb seems like he's <laughs> like he's that dude in school that just got everything right. Like, dang, this is his first time at this. And then he just rolled it up again. He continues. I, I think he he has it. I think this is repeatable. Like the effort that he the what he just did last year, that rookie season, it's repeatable. For sure. And look, I asked that question because all right, I'm glad you said that because I, I do agree. But I asked that question because basically, if that's the case, we just witness his floor. You know what I'm saying? Like you think about it that way. Like he hell. Like even if he doesn't get better, like look at what you got. People are not supposed to walk into the situation that Herb walked into last year with those level of responsibilities out the gate and thrive and be dominant at it. So that's that's what's interesting, man. I mean, he he you don't see that very often to where a guy who it's kind of a mystery on how soon he will he be able to impact the floor, impact the game, um, especially, you know, going back to when, when he was drafted. Even, even if we knew he'd be good defensively, I don't know how many people were thinking it would be right away. And then to have those, you know, you, you're, you're being asked to guard the best player on every single team, barring a center, you know, but in some, but in some switches, you're going, you know, you see him, I remember plays against Car Anthony Towns, he's being caught on switches and not moving. Right. It's um, it's very interesting to see how he applies what he learned from that year and the success that he had 
and how he applies to this year. And then what type of what type of uh, whistles will he get from the ref this year? Will he get more favorable calls? Will he avoid others? And how much help will he have, you know, behind him to help, uh, I guess, to assist his own superhero ever some nights defensively? I, I, I don't that's a really good question, Lito, because I don't I, I don't know if it, if we talk about that enough. How much better can he be? Dude could dye his hair, get a little stronger, and just start rebounding everything. Because, <laughs> like, the motherfucker is, like, he's real thin. So imagine him five, ten pounds of muscle, just stronger. Because he's ready. He's not, like, an explosive guy, but we've seen him finish through contact. We haven't even seen how good he could be on the boards yet. Like, the dude, the dude, he has the – if this is his floor, he has a potential to be a monster defensively. Like, he, he really changes the ceiling of this team. He really does. It was an amazing pick, amazing draft pick. With with that all being said, I, I think we all can agree that Herb is the defensive foundation of this team. Uh, he has all the potential in the world. Uh, I still believe that he can be possibly the defensive player of the year, even this year. If the team does well, if the team defensively does well, the analytics behind it, if Herb can get the acknowledgement from the media, and I think that all plays in some kind of, kind of role in this, uh, he has that that mantra, that ability to to win this award. Uh, as we sign out, Chaz, let the people know where they can find you. Yo, hot takes on Chaz. Got some new episodes. Whoa. Say hot takes on. That sounds crazy as hell. Look at Chris' face. I looked up. I knew I said something wild. <laughs> well, I said takes, but that still sounds wild as a motherfucker. But, uh, excuse me. But not nah, uh, hot takes with Chaz. That's, <laughs> that's dropping this week. I got about uh, got a couple episodes uh, dropping this week. And, um, yeah, man, I look forward. Lito, follow. <laughs> um, man, you can holler at me. Uh, you can holler at me on Twitter. Uh, L i t o underscore t h e g a w d. Uh, you you might get a rant this week. I, I've been I've been watching the news. You know, what I'm saying I, I've been saying a lot of dumb shit. Uh, you might get a pod. Um, I'm just not sure yet. I, I want to talk about uh, game and young boys album. So you might you might get that. For sure, Chris. Impatient Bull on Twitter. I'm still still recording, still looking for for things to get through this off season. Probably connect with some people to to uh, continue pushing in spaces. But I'll be honest, man. I'm ready for the season to start so we can get back on Twitter, man, and having fun after the games, man. So I'm really counting down for that, and you know, continuing to uh, work with you brothers, man, to build the brand. That's pretty much it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Miss me, it's five Conrad Reed, five on Twitter. Uh, I came out with an article the other day. Uh, let the blend play neck. I even got a shirt. You can, I would turn around, but I, you know, it's kind of hard. I got this chair. Don't even worry about it. But cop one if you want one. Read the article. It's really just a an homage to my experience at LSU and how the culture of Louisiana is like given through the people and translated back on the field and back and forth. Uh, well, hold on, though. You designed the shirt, like I, I did design the shirt. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that's important. That's that's really important. So if you want to support me, please, I, I really appreciate it. Um, it's through Boot Crew. Shout out to shout out to Justin, man. Shout out to Justin. Uh, but it's me, five. That's Chaz. It's Lito. That's Chris. Uh, man, we out.
this way. It was a finger roll of anything. <laughs> that, that, that's a dunk.